This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to disseminating the Torah and Mesorah of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky and his Rabbeim. Please consider donating at eshelpublications.com to help us continue our mission. Now, Shabbos um, in uh, the States, it's Parshas Chukas Balak, and it's as well as Balak alone. Uh, we'll speak a little bit about Chukas. It's one of the fundamental parishes in terms of Ikra Torah. Um, it says, So it says that the Pasik says, so there's a chiv to bring a paraduma, but it says they shall take for you. And the question is, what exactly is the v'yikrei lecha? So Rashi says it's always going to be called the para that that Moshe uh, made the midbar. So what? I mean, yes, the parah that, that was made by Moshe in the Midbar was the parah made by Moshe Midbar. And giving it a name and it's a plaque to say that it's, you know, it's Moshe Rabbeinu's parah. And it's, the, the pshat is, the, it's, the, it's not a comment about an event that happened. It's something which is, the Pasuk is saying, they should take a paraduma, which henceforth will be known as the par that Moshe Rabbeinu made in the midbar. So, I mean, what it had, does it have any meaning other than just being the par that Moshe made in the midbar? And more than that, they, they list all the paras. There's the the the, the lost lover. There'll be ten. There'll be ten paras. So, so at certain paras at certain times, certain paras made by, by certain kufas, Ezra, this. So at the end of the day, whoever, if there was somebody there, you, you name it after him. There's nothing, there's nothing so special about naming it in a way that is a, uh, um, you know, to, to say this is Moshe Rabbeinu's para. The, um, so th- there's a, um, a Goyen, it's, the Goyen says something over here in Adar Yo. it's not a halacha, that's written in the Rambam. It's not really muchach from um, the, the Gemaras, but there are some remas into it. The Goyen says, um, So the Goyen says, it, it, it tells me that this teaches me, you know, as the Goyen over here is sort of like, almost like a Medrash Halacha, the way he writes in, in his Nyanim, it's, it's, it's like a bit of Lashon Sifri, it's not the Lashon Sifri, but that's the way he, he treats these. And it says, Elechom means that the Paraduma, that's Parasah Shalmaisha, needs to be in every para. Um, a Halacha, it, it's not brought anywhere in halacha. There is a remez in one place, a little bit. It's brought in the Kabbalah's farm, Rizal's name, and so on, but it's not brought in halacha. 
And this is halacha. Now, f- for a minute, let's grant it that this is the halacha, but then what's the pshat v'yichelecha? So it's a mashmos, it's not that this para needs to be included, the ephodist para needs to be included in every, um, in every para. What it means is, ki'ilu d'shem parasa shal moishe v'yichelecha para, means that there needs to be one part that's called parasmaisha, and b'meila, that's included in all the parts. So that means that there's an Indian, the reason why it needs to be included in every para is not because it's the first paraduma, it's, it's not because it's the most kosher paraduma, it's because it's parasmaisha, which makes it even more complex to try to understand what exactly is that about. Rashi, in, in, um, in two places, there's a hint, interesting hint, Rashi, human, it says that they would, be, they would use, sometimes they would use afa by, by, by the person who would do the next para, Aduma, they would use the afa of all the other paras to be metahim. So it says, mikol shehoyusham. So it says, mikol para, para yinlesing bechayil. They, they, the Mishnah says that, the, and Rashi brings it here, that they would take some of the afer of each para and keep it as a mishmeres. Vanishamati And I heard that afer parashamayshalekala. In other words, that besides, it's almost Rashi seems to be saying, besides the general halacha of the afer para, not of, of, of needing to give, keep all the afer para, and b'meila this would stick around, there's a special Indian that this Eifa needed to stay around forever, Mashmos being that it needs to be included in every Tara of Para Aduma. If you really wanted it, Moshe's is the important one. In other words, it's Ki'ilu saying, the important point is Moshe's. It's, it's Burmiza, it's not, it's, it's, it's just interesting Rashi says it. There's one more marker that's fascinating. Um, there's a Sefer on Chumash called Sifzik Koyen. It's a... Um, it's a Talmud of a Talmud of the Rizal. It's, it's that, that, that Kufa. He says, May Afar Sreifas Hachatos, at the end of the parasha, Rosh Tevis Moshe. May Afar Sreifas Hachatos is Rosh Tevis Moshe. Remis Osid Sheyitne Bechol Para Par Meifas Sreifas Paras Moshe. So he says that it's, um, it's a Remis that you give May Afar Sreifas Hachatos, Moshe's Para is also included in it. So he said, we have a going that sounds like it's almost a getter of a tzivuy, of, a, of some sort of halacha. And certainly Ramazim Mitzad, this farm that deal with these things, that this is um, meant to be, this is important, this is included. And, and um, that's, the, that's what it's about. Okay, so one point that we need to clarify here is this music of Parash Moshe, the that this parish is miyuchet because this is Moshe's para. Um, it also is interesting. What's the uh, 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 I mean, uh, that it's Moshe's para should say kachato. Basically, this is the para processed by Moshe Rabbeinu. So say this is yikre lecha is not doesn't mean processed by. So, so what is the yikre lecha? You're trying to say that this is it should say kachato. So kachato means you be the one to do it, and this has the tag of Moshe Rabbeinu's para. 
Lashon here is different. Lashon here is Eilecha. This is for you. It's not for you. It's from you is the right, is the right phrase over here. Okay. The second Indian in the Etzim Indian over here of Choyk and so on, that there's this vitamin that we need to try to be misvitamin and get a certain, um, try to be oimen on what it means. It says, V'yikre lecha paraduma. Omer b'yeser b'chanina. Omer kadosh b'ochol l'moyisha. L'chani migalatam para. Avalacha chuka. For you, I'm going to be migalatam para. For other people, it's a choyk. Omer avnuna. And Things that are hidden from you in this world, you're going to be looking at, uh, you're going to see in Lolam Haba, like a blind person that's made to see. I will lead blind on a road that they never were cognizant of. And then we have another member, So Remes Khanina gives again a remez that, that is parosis, that, that is afar's kayim, which, which belongs to our first discussion. But I want to focus more on the whole beginning of his medrash. The medrash says that Moshe um, Rabbeinu, he was Megal to Moshe Rabbeinu, but to no one else, was he Megala? It says also, Shlema Melech says, Melech thought that he would, he, he should understand Paraduma. He didn't understand Paraduma, and only Moshe Rabbeinu did. So, first of all, Shlema Melech, it says in, the, in it's a Medrash Mishlei, the, in the first, in the first, Perik, uh, it says, he, he was smarter than anybody else. It says Adam Rishon, about the word Adam. And it says, And it says, So that means the Chazal say that Shlomo Malach was smarter than Moshe. So if Moshe understood it, um, shouldn't Shlomo Melch certainly have understood it? Um, Chazal is saying that he, he couldn't understand it. Well, if Moshe could understand it, why couldn't he understand it? That's one point. Secondly, let's ask a Klotz Kasha. It says in the first Rashi, why is it called Chok Zatayrah? come around and they say, you know, this is a nonsense, it's a silly, it just makes no sense whatsoever, and so on. So, if Moshe knows the Tam, let them say very nicely, Rabbi Isai, go to Rabbi Moshe. Rabbi Moshe knows it, Rabbi Moshe understands it, and, you know, let him clue you in on it. And there is somebody who understands it, so what's the problem? The... Um, so he says the 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 so sudden was say Moshe Israel the mitzvah is not time yeshba and 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 we we answer beilachos shus laharachreha what kind of answer is that um, I mean it basically is saying we're from I mean you know that they're, they're teasing us they're telling us this has no havana they know Hashem gave it to us so 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 what are we answering I want to ask another question more to the heart 
of this point. Lachani Um we, mitzvahs are divided into two types. There's a mitzvah that's uh, a chayik and a mitzvah that's a mishpat. Those are divisions that are um, in, in, in the, in the chayfets of the mitzvah itself. This mitzvah is a type of chok, this is a type of mishpat. So let's take a, an example. Imagine you take a hard mesech, yivamis. So some people understand, no yivamis, some people don't. So the people who don't understand Yavamis are not going to call it, um, they're not going to call the Masechta Chayk, uh, and the people who understand will call it a Mishpat. That's absurd. It's, it, if it, if Yavamis is, is understandable, so it's an understandable Masechta, some people are not bright enough to understand it. So, so okay, I, I get it. But, but, to, to, but that's not a din in, in the Hefzah. It's, it's a nigavra. It's not a din that this is a type of limut. Most people, yavamis is understandable. It, it, it's something that's comprehensible. It's a question of who has the wherewithal to understand it. But but, but I I can't labor. I can say it's a hard masech because many people don't understand it. But I can't say it's an incomprehensible masech. That's that 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 doesn't make any sense. So Melev, nobody 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 understands um, Paraduma, so that's called a chayk. And Mishpatim people do understand. But if Meshra Abenu um, uh, uh, does understand it, so why is that called a chayk? H- how do you define um, a type of Indian as, as a chayk when, when it's, it's, uh, it's comprehensible to some people? The, um, and and the, I mean, there is a difference in chayk and Mishpat, like how to treat it what he's supposed to try to understand the Tamadava, whether the Mitzvah Shalom, if you don't understand Tamadava, there are, there are enough communists, like the Raman says it. So what's the Pshat over here? And the Marshal, it says, Lassad Lovo, everyone will understand it. And, and how? Kehadein inside itself like a blind person that all of a sudden sees. What does the Marshal add? Yes, we'll understand it. We didn't understand it, now we will understand it. How about a stupid person who now understands? He, he got smart. I mean, what's, a, what's the muscle? Kadein Samyad Safi. Like a blind person who sees and he brings a pasik. I will lead the blind along on a road that they never knew before. Um, so so what, what's, what lies this muscle that helps us in any way understand what's happening over here? So let's be misbehaving a little bit and try to understand because this is really Nagia. This Nakuda. So first we'll try to understand a little bit this chaylak of it about the chayk shaboy, and then we'll try to come back and understand the the Afrish Um Let's let's. So it's called a chayk. Nobody understands it, um, except to Moshe Ben's Megaladatam. Let's let's understand a little bit. What do we mean? There, there, there are different scenarios about understanding, not understanding. Let's give an example. Um, take a person who's a reasonably intelligent person. The person is, is reasonably smart. He walks along the road and he sees people building a building and they're piling up more stones on one side and putting metal on another side and so on. And the person asks, 
he has no clue. He's not a builder. What's all this about? So the guy explains and says, this part of the house is, needs to be um, supported because the ground is weak. So I have to put a lot of stones underneath it. This part of the house is going to be carrying a lot of weight. So we need to, to make a, 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 another column over there. This part of the house is this, this part of the house is that, and so on. Um, a, a person who's got a normal IQ will understand it. So even though he knows nothing about building, he understands it. Let's say the same highly intelligent person walks in and he hears a group of musicians, they're playing a piece, they're singing something, and he says, why don't you add the following note, the following you know, piece or whatever it is, add it. And, and the guy says, it, it, it's not shaykhted, it, it, it's not, it's not, it's, it's, it's jarring, that piece is, is not good. Now, I ask why? And they look at me and they say, we can't explain it to you. So I tell them, what do you mean? An hour ago, I walked by a building site and I know nothing about building. They explained to me very, very nicely. Here, I'm, I'm asking a question. You're not even bothering to try to explain to me. What's the shot? So let's understand the, the, the process. The, the, I have the intelligence that deals with things in this world. Things. So... So I know how to add up things, how to subtract things. I understand that more things together provide more support and less things are weaker. And, and many, all of that type of, um, that type of arithmetic, I understand. It makes no difference what it is. So it's true that I learned arithmetic about with apples and oranges, but it's the same things with stones and bricks and, and, and similar things. So I'm dealing with the same things. The object of comprehension is the same. And it's a question of a um, learning how to apply it, understanding where racks have to be to hold up weight and so on. It also has to do maybe if somebody would be smarter than me, he could figure out a dozen things happening at the same time, while it takes me a longer time. But with dealing with a subject matter that my brain has a tfisa in, and the question is just, do I have the information or can I process it quickly enough? So big Balkishan knows a lot and can process things quickly, a weaker Balkishan knows less and can process it less quickly. But what is the same? But the music deals with an item that's not part of my world. If I have no musical sense, then, then there is no way to explain why this note doesn't fit in. It, it's not, it, it, it belongs to a different realm of items. To a person who has no musical sense, musical notes don't exist. They're, 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 they're a sound. I could, if I'm a scientific, I could even measure the sound and tell you the amplitude and I can tell you the pitch and I can tell you many other characteristics, but I don't get the music, Shabai. A person who's musically inclined, these items, the, the sounds and, and the combination of sounds 
are metzias to him, and 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 he can deal with it, and and these are things to him, and then he, he can make good sushtals. If this and this chord went well here, it might go well here. It might not go well here, and so on. Because the, the things, the objects inhabiting that world, are graspable by him. He has he has the kalim to grasp it. So we understand that there are two dimensions, at least there are many dimensions, but two of the important dimensions of grasping, of comprehending something is one, do I know, do I grasp the thing itself? And secondly, can I put it together in a meaningful way? As if I can grasp the thing, if I have the kalim to grasp something, then putting together a meaningful way, just an exercise of keep, keep on cheshbening and keep on doing it, and you'll, you'll figure it out or somebody will tell you. If I don't have a grasp in the thing itself, nothing. A blind person to describe to him colors, you can talk yourself blue, he'll be able to, to understand that it's something that makes you excited, makes you interested, and makes you whatever. But he'll never grasp it. He doesn't have the kalim to grasp it with. Chayk mishpatim are halachis that they're the 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 framework of the halacha is olam hazeh losigzol. The framework are the items that people possess in this world, and. I can't take, I'm not allowed to take, I shouldn't take, and so on. So since the item deals with a this world concept, it deals with things, and it deals with possession, therefore, this halacha is graspable to the human mind. A person who's smart and insightful will immediately understand why. Somebody else, you have to give them a little more to understand, but since the subject matter is Olam Hazadik, so therefore we all have, any person who's in Olam Hazad has a Tfisa, and Bimela he's able to, 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 to understand it, and it's a question of how much he understands based on how much Chachma he has. Mitzvahs that are Chayk are not part of our world. Like the Ramam says, by Tum and Taira, the 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 the, the does not mitame the person. The water doesn't wash off the tuma. It's all chayk. In other words, the substance of the mitzvah deals with items and elements that are not part of this world. Tuma and taira, they have physical representations and the veil and the sherets and this and that. But the tuma and taira itself, no, I don't know. It's it's, it's it doesn't it it, it, refer, it it it's not dealing with a chayfitz that is this worldly chayfitz. So chukim are those mitzvahs that the essence of the mitzvah, the, the subject matter of the mitzvahs is something that is um, not this worldly, it's otherworldly. That's what it is. And therefore, it's incomprehensible to us because just like somebody who has no shaykh to music, who's tone deaf, it, 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 you, can't, you can't reduce it to mathematical formula like which amplitude, which pitch, and and, and which uh, you know frequency will work with what? It's either either if you don't have it, it's a zakasif. a person who does have that shaykhis is can can get it. 
Moshe Rabbeinu was Isha Lekim. It says, Mechatzav Lamata was Isha, Mechatzav Lamata Lekim. Moshe Rabbeinu had Shaykhis for the Lekus. And to him, the world of Lekus had substance. Shleimam was, according to Chazal, smarter than him. But that only gets you once they get to this world in Yanim. So maybe on Mishpatim, he could have come up with more Pshatim. I don't know. I don't know how to learn up the Chazal, but whatever it is, the Vayechkam and Kala Adam, even in Moshe, can only apply to things of this world. But Isha Lekim was Moshe. And therefore, in that area, Shlomo Melech was tone deaf. Shlomo Melech had no ability to grasp it that way. And that's why Moshe understood it and nobody else understood it. When we will be part of Olam Haba, when we're going to be B'nai Olam Haba, and our, and our essence and our sense of things is going to be Ruchnistic, so Paraduma will also be something that will be graspable to us. Because the etzimetzias of it is, 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 is something that's shaykh to us. The um, paraduma, um, so 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 paraduma belongs to a different world, and asid we will be different people. The, our ruchtiska self will be developed, will be prominent, whatever it is, and we'll be able to grasp it. That's the pshat in Chazal's mashal. It's like a blind person because there's two ways I could give the mashal. I could have said like a box that's covered up and it's not, and then it will be uncovered. That would imply that it's be'etzim graspable, but I, I, I just didn't know it. It would have implied that the time could be known to us, but we just happen not to know it. The marshal is kadein sumya, sumya detsafi, when you make an operation on a blind person and now we can see, that's something that the person changed, not the object. I didn't take the wrappers off it. I didn't open up the, 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 the door and take out the, 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 the safe and take out what was kept there. I changed the person. We're going to be tzayfim. We're going to be able to see things, things that we couldn't see. Then this will uh, 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 um, apply to us as well. That's the Mahalach of the um, of, of Kadein's Sumya. That's the Pshat that, that, that he says, I will lead Ivrim on Derech Leyado. It was, the road is an unknown road. The Sumya never had Tfisa. Verlachti Ivrim Bederech Leyado means that they never were acquainted with it. It never was part of the Metzias. And, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu will make us privy to Numetzias. So the Chayk the, the is a din in the person. We do not have Kalim in this world or at this time to, to comprehend it. We will have those Kalim. Moshe Rabbeinu already had this Kalim and, 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 and he understood it. And that's why when a Goy came to you and said, eh, this makes no sense whatsoever and you're never embarrassed, you don't know what to tell them, you couldn't tell him, go to Rabbi Moshe and speak it over. Because it, just like you couldn't speak it over with Moshe Rabbeinu, he couldn't speak it over with Moshe Rabbeinu. You, you either, if you're tone deaf, 
then the greatest musician in the world can't explain to you what the problem is with this note, why it's too high, too low, why it doesn't, doesn't work. So, so it remains a chayik, and we answer, means it's out of our domain. It doesn't mean it's usher as much as it is not within the framework of items we can grasp and so on. So that's the element of the chayik in the paraduma. Why is it then? So, so let's go to the Afri Shalmaisha, why that's, that's so important. Um, the morale says, and, and, let, let's go back to the, the, the Chazal over here, that says that Afri Shalmaisha lay kola. Why not? It's written in the, in the peer also. In the peer that you say, Pasha's para, you say, everyone else's para is kola, your para is la'olam, oimenes. Why is that? Well, what schus is it? What in is it? So Moral says something um, in Goraria on Pasha. He says that anything which is grasped, anything that has a seicheldika, um, anything that has a, a seichel to it and an understanding to it, is, is always remains. Something without that doesn't remain. So let's just explain his words, and I'll try to explain, apply it a little bit. Um, if, I, if I tell a person, someone is very curious to understand why such and such is happening, and I explain to him, the person will remember it, because something that had seichel and a mahalach um, sits in a person, and, and it becomes kind of integrated in the person. If I tell a person a meaningless set of, a random set of numbers, letters, or even words, very, very hard to remember it. Because and that, it, 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 a, a seichel, a, something that has no seichel to it, doesn't stick. Things that are um, public laws and so on that people understand, understand what's the point of it, tend to remain. Things that we don't know, we, we, they, they, don't, they, they don't become integrated with us, they don't become attached to us, they don't become part of us, and they leave us. That's the problem with things that are not safe and so on. I'd like a little bit to, to, to change in the Kudu Maral. Maral speaks about safe and so on. The way we're talking about, I would like to understand it in terms of this special tfisa, and in well, it's kind of generic, in, instead of just the chachmut, we're talking about having a tfis in something. If a person has a tfis in something, then it sticks around forever. If a person doesn't have a tfis in it, the word, even the word tfis means to grab something. So something that I understand, it's as if there's a handle on it to grab it. It says on, on Shlomo Melech, he made oznayim the Torah. He made, little, he made handles for the Torah where you can grasp it. Things that I don't grasp, they never, they never engage, they just slip off me. So if I put something down um, on, uh, on my hat, on my shirt, and there's something that grips onto the shirt of the hat, it has some clip, it'll stay. If not, it'll just fall off. So Moshe Rabbeinu had a tfis in Paraduma. It's true, it's not a seichelik tfis, like we said, but he was tefisit. And that's why it stayed around forever. We who are not toifasit, it doesn't stay. For, it doesn't stay with us, and therefore, 
it, it's, it's not, it doesn't have the same permanence that this has. Moshe Rabbeinu's um, Afer, the power that Moshe Rabbeinu made, it says, it was to him. It, it, it was niskasha to the person. It, it was something that, that became kosher to him. And because it became kosher to him, it means that it, it, it became part of it. It's something that has a metzius in this world. It's not of other world. Like the towel comes the morning and it just evaporates because it's, it's, it's ruchnius. To Moshe Beinu, was able to grasp it, even though it was ruchni, and Bemela, it stayed around la'ilam. So the shalcha kaim la'ilam, v'yikho elecha, means both things. Because Moshe Rabbeinu was, deherded, it, that's why Moshe Rabbeinu's um, para stayed forever. It, it had a kiyum and a metzias in this world. It's the same, if you think about it, it's the same time to malachim, with the other way around. When he said, klum, do you have this, that, the other thing? Since you don't have any of these things, it's not part of your world. So I could tell it to you, and I could tell you the halachis, but it's not nitfas. It doesn't become part of that world. So all the other paras were not nitfas because they were made by someone else. Moshe Rabbeinus was nitfas. That's why that was the Indian, why every single para, efa para, had to include a nekuda of a, 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 some sort of efer Moshe Rabbeinus para, so that his tfisa navana becomes part of all the efer. The shlemus of, of, of the mitzvah lies when somebody who has a tfisa in it also is the one that made it. That's where you get Moshe Rabbeinu's um, input into every, every para. Whether it's halacha, what's the right thing to do, however we understand the goyen, and 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 the the others that that was the pshat. I, I want to a little bit talk about it in Yonim that are close to us. We'll have mitzvah b'meiriyameinu. We'll have it back. We'll, we'll retire and so on. I want to talk about this is this is something that's fundamental to all mitzvahs in the Torah and everything. First of all, the difference between a person who does mitzvahs to a person who learns and understands, I'm not talking about the time emitzis. I'm talking about understanding what we're doing, what each part of the ma'isa is in terms of um, the halacha shabai. What, what's this, what's this, what's this? When I understand the mechanics of it, when I understand the Torah of it, I have a tfis in it. And it sticks a lot more to the person than if it's something that was dumped on me and I have no idea what it is. If it's a Maisekhev Balma, it doesn't stick to me. So the first point is the difference between Torah and mitzvahs, between mitzvahs that don't have Torah with them to mitzvah Torah with them, is Shemayim Ba'aretz. And that's one of the reasons why societies, they were very Erlach. And but not rarely does that last because there's no real tfisa in it. It's Xerus HaKosovs. Xerus HaKosovs means it's not me, not part of my world. I don't have a tfisa in it. 
On the other hand, so that's one Indian why, um, why Torah and mitzvahs, uh, why, why learning Torah and, and understanding what we're doing is so vital. But there's halakim of Torah that we have no shaykhs to that. We can't. Natil Zidayim, Tuma, Taira. I don't know. It, it is. Kashvas. Imarayas, the Ram says, the answer is we can't understand it unless we develop a ruchnistika sensitivity in our nefesh. When a person works on his adinas nefesh, on, on his tahara, on, on zakus hadas, and all of those different items that deal with a person's refinement of neshama, that's where a person gets a sense in the ruchnis of a chayfetz. Um, and there are things that a person feels, a person puts on tefillin and he feels this air and so on. We, we have it in our nefesh, but unless we bring it out, it's not conscious, and we don't have that. A person who's, who, who's a ruchnistic person is able to get that type of tefisa even in the Chelkia Torah that are chayk, that are be'etzim ruchnistik, and that's vital because, like we said before, it's very, very hard to keep doing things that are simply meaningless to us. We don't have a tefis in it, and it evaporates, so the eights are for things that a person that are part of the world of mishpat, the eights are for those things are um, the learning and the understanding. The eights are for the chalkia Torah that is chayk, is that a person work on his zikuch on his on 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 ptush on tayra and all these inyanim make a person more refined. And the truth is, I mean, every mitzvah has that chalik in it. Um, even the mitzvahs that are mishpatim, it means there's a peace that extends in our world. And we can grab it by that. But there's a peace that goes beyond that. And a peace that exists in a shorish. That's ruchni. And the more a person is refined, the more the person has shaykhis to, to grabbing onto a mitzvah, even mitzad is ruchni sigashayrish. We have Torah Sival and Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu gave us all of the Torah which means that we have the benefit of, of Moshe's tefisa to some degree. In every, in the Moshe's eifa being me'urav in all the paris means that we're able to latch on somehow to, to, to the fact that he was tefisa. It feels natural to us. It's just like we, we, don't, we, we, we don't have we're not developed enough to have a clue and understanding and a sense in the Ruchnistic world, but a person feels something. That's all because there's, there's, there's the eighth of Moshe's and everything. Moshe Rabbeinu gave us Torah, and the Torah passed through him. And, and, and the fact that, that he was the Yachid who had a Tfisa in it means to some degree we also have a Tfisa. So Put together, it means a person, in order for Torah and mitzvahs 
to have a kiyum by a person, unless, it be, unless the person has a tfis in it, unless it becomes part of him, it does not have a kiyum. Everyone's par is color, except for Meshra Bainas par. It means that besides doing what's right, we need to build our tfis in it. The building of a tfis in the Ulama Mitzvahs, in the Chelek that's Golitas, is through learning, through a male satire, through learning, understanding, knowing, and so on and so forth. The Chelek that is um, of Torah that's beyond our world, the Chelek that's Shayatolam Haba, the Chelek that we're Ivrim, and we're not there yet, Kadein Sumer, since Moshe Rabbeinu's Nekuda is in every Chelek Torah is given, and Moshe Rabbeinu did have that Fisa, we also have that ability to have some sense of it, some regish of Kedusha, some regish of, 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 of that. So if a person, when a person works besides learning, and a, a person works on his Adinus Nefesh, on, on his Tyre and Kedusha, all these Nyanim, then a person is Zeicha to grasp, to have some feel for something that is beyond the here and the now. And then as much as with that feel, the brach of shalchok hayim loilom, that that chilek of Torah, in, in, in the little tiny method we do grab on it, that becomes a kim loilom for our entire holistic world. Chavez.